This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning.
Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. This is Topaz. Good morning, Topaz. Happy Wednesday. You too. Thank you. Good morning, this is Kim. Good morning, Kim. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Yvonne. Happy Wednesday. Good to hear your sound. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, too. God bless you. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's LaRonda. Good morning, LaRonda. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. This is JC. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, JC. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. morning. Thank you for Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Hey, good morning, BB. It's Didi. I love you. Kiss and Shantae for me. I sure will. Good morning. Love you, too. Happy Wednesday. And give your babies a hug from me. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning. Morning, Thank you. Good morning, Didi. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Love you, too. Yes. Have a great day. Thank you, you too. Love you too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning, Valuable. It's Moxie. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Moxie. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. 
This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. Happy Wednesday. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning, Krishanda. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. It is. Yes, yes, yes. Is there anyone mm-hmm. else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good, good morning. morning. This is Danielle. I'm sorry. Oh, good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Danielle. Good morning, Danielle. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. And I heard you Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. It's Leomia. Good morning, Mother Leomia. Happy Wednesday. Good to hear your sound. Thank you. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you so much. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us daily during the month of August, where our theme for the month is legislation. All the declarations will focus on the jurisdictional authority that Christ has provided to us as his ecclesia. These are, there are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we'll call back into the same phone number and have a, a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no new prayer requests. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration would be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration will be brought by Dion. And then closing comments will be hosted by Dion as well. The scripture for today is found in Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 through 3. 
The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to preserve those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Sonia. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Uh, Father, we say thank you. We thank you because you're awesome. We thank you because you're here in the answer prayer. We thank you because you are El Shaddai. We thank you because you are the mighty. We thank you because you're Jehovah Jireh. We thank you because you're everything we need. God, we say thank you today. We thank you because you are a keeper. We thank you because you're a sustainer. We thank you, God, that it's in you we live, we move, and have our being. Father, we acknowledge you today. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift you up. We exalt you higher and greater than our circumstance. God, we lift you up and magnify you higher and greater than that which we face. God, in the midst of it, we pull on you. We expect you. God, we expect you. Father, we expect you. We expect you. We expect you. We expect your hand. We expect you. We expect your glory. We expect your, your power. We expect your anointing. We expect your presence. We expect you, God. God, we expect you. We expect you. We expect you in the midst of it now. Oh, God, in the midst of the turmoil, we expect you. God, in the midst of our circumstance, we expect you. In the midst of it, God, we expect you. God, we hold to your hand now. Father, we expect your fatherness. We expect you to step in. We expect you to provide. We expect you, oh God, in every place that your name is. We expect you in every character of your name. Now, God, as our Father, I pray that you would send comfort care to those that are connected to this line. God, we lift up now our sister now. Touch the mind. Let her know that you love her. Let her know that you care. God, speak in the ear even now. Speak sweet peace, oh God. Speak comfort care down in her spirit, down to her emotions. Let her know that you are still her Father. Let her know that you are still God. Father, we lift up now all those that are connected to the lift to, de to declare victory. God, now we ask that you would begin to touch their minds, touch their bodies like never before. We release angelic hosts and encounters now. Father, we say thank you because you are able to do it. Now, God, we release the sound of worship. We release the sound of praise. God calls us to come into alignment with what heaven wants to do in the earth. Calls our bodies, our minds to be in total alignment with what heaven wants to do. God, we pray now that every place that has any 
ends unmet. We thank you that the ends begin to meet now. God, we thank you that there is restoration. God, we thank you that every tactic, every plan, every snare of the enemy has first been exposed, God, and after exposure, we thank you for conquering it. God, we thank you for the Holy We thank you for victory now. We thank you for declared victory. God, we thank you that every enemy that thought they had ground, we could declare war. We declare that there is no ground that the enemy has that we cannot conquer. Father, we thank you that today we are more than conquerors. And by the leading of your spirit and the guidance of your power, God, we conquer the land. We subdue the land. We subdue the territory. And so, God, with that, wherever our feet shall trod, we declare that that belongs to us. God, so we declare victory now. We declare victory this morning now. We declare victory in our emotions. We declare victory, oh God, in our finances. We declare victory, oh God, in the place of peace. We release the peace. We release the joy. God, we subdue everything that not like you. We come against now every satanic trap, every satanic word, every word curse. We make it null and void now. And Father, we speak your word and declare life. We declare wholeness. We declare bountiful blessings. We declare refreshing. We declare renewed now. Renew their faith. Renew their mind. Renew their strength in who you are, oh God. Establish your name in their very presence now. And God, as a collective group, as a collective family, we begin to shout to you the sound of victory. We declare, God, that in our sound today, that the walls and barriers, every illegal barrier has been broken. Every foundational God that is not established in you has been broken and busted up. And God, we give you glory today. God, we are on, we are synchronized with your sound. We are syncopated with your authority. And we say thank you today, God. We thank you for a shaking in the realm of the spirit. God, we say thank you. We say thank you for the shaking in the Bohola. We give you all the glory, God. Thank you. Hallelujah. 
God, now open up our ears to hear you, our hearts to receive you. God, pour out today like never before. Touch the word bearer. God, let your word come forth unhindered, uninterrupted by any satanic or demonic force. And God, we pray for angelic encounter as we listen and learn. And Father, we trust you. We expect you. But God, we rest in you. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and bless his high name, for he is great and greatly to be praised. Well, good morning. God morning, great morning, and happy Wednesday to each and every one of you. Thank you, valuable. Thank you, nephew, for ushering us into a place of not just prayer, but I thank God for the sound this morning. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It is, as always, Wait While You Wait Wednesday. It is my favorite day of the week. 
It is a day we have set aside to um, operate from a place of decision-making. And we collectively around these uh, DV streets, we make an active decision to push our plates back on today. I absolutely extend the invitation to everybody under the sound of my voice to not just join us, um, but to do it with great expectation if you've not fasted before. And certainly if you have any type of a medical condition, consult with your doctor first. Uh, perhaps you may not just do uh, the extended time, but we fast from 5 a.m. until 5 p.m. where we meet right back here in an effort just to agree upon what we have uh, fasted from and for. Amen. So we have been in a blatant discussion, I'm sure, antagonizing the enemy with every single syllable, with every single phrase. And I love it. Uh, grateful for every heart, every mind that's connected to uh, this line. Grateful for every family um, that will benefit from the shift in your prayer life, from the shift in your posture, but more importantly, from the shift in your impartation. I know that um, we, we can talk until we turn purple or polka dot, but we hear consistently it is revelation that brings transformation. I believe when you start to understand really, truly the freedom wherewith you were saved, the liberty that you have the ability to walk in, the power and the authority that is connected to you, understanding that it is your legal right to legislate in the heavens and in the earth. I think when you realize how much power you actually have, right, um, how much power and authority you actually are uh, not just have access to, but that God desires to put into your hands so that you, uh, everything connected to you, um, everything that that he has already established in his plan for you will be realized. It will be realized. That that today, uh, my siblings, is my ultimate goal, is that you become disciples, not just believers, right? That you would be equipped and empowered to go and disciple others into this amazing collective we have called the body of Christ. Amen. We're we're talking still um, about legislation. Um, we're, we're still talking about legislation. We're talking about the law that that governs um, the permissions that we do have. We're talking about the truth uh, that reminds us that. We are not just vessels, um, but in in real life, uh, y'all, I, I want you to get that because of you, somebody's life is going to change. Because of you, because of your steadfastness, fastness, because of your um, your sacrifice, because of your willingness to not just commit to the process, but to respect the process in such a way 
that because your life changes, somebody would plain and simply ask the question, okay, how do I get from here to there? How how do I transform my life the way that they observed you change yours? Of course, we know that it is through the power of the Holy Spirit that that takes place. But we also know that when you participate in your own healing, everything changes. Um, what I recognize literally about my transformation, it is the conviction that comes with what I know to be true. I know that it is God's desire for me to live um, not just a, a mediocre, average, regular, forgettable life, but literally, it's his plan for me to walk in power. It is his plan for us to walk in dominion. It is his plan um, that we make disciples of men. It is not enough in this season uh, because of the dispensation in which we live for such a time as this. This is an hour um, that has come, and we are responsible not just for our, our worship life, not just for our study life, but literally for the impact that we make in the earth. We pray consistently, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Um, but that the kingdom would come on earth through the form of a person. I say this quite frequently. When God wants to change your life, he sends you a person. Uh, he sends people into your life. He sends um, not just somebody that uh, that says it, but someone that lives it, right? Someone that lives it. And, and for me, I am extremely grateful um, for the moments in time, the moments in life where I met people who didn't just talk about it, right? So in this this season, I'm grateful for those that I am surrounded with. Amen. Um, I'm going to give you some scripture today. I, I pray that you you join this morning with pen and paper, prepare to write a few things down uh, that you have some some stuff in mind. Um, the reality is, you cannot effectively uh, argue anything unless you believe it for real. Right? I I'm not I'm not going to go to battle with you about something that I have absolutely no confidence in, that that I don't believe is real, that I don't believe is true. And it, it is one of the reasons why um I think each of us, based upon where we are in our walk, and this is with establishing your study life. This is in uh, the under the guise of establishing even your fasting life. Uh, it can have everything and much to do with how you practice the presence of God, uh, how much time you spend in uh, worship, independent of declare victory or independent of Sunday or Tuesday but literally learning how to employ and deploy the tools that the Word of God um, has afforded each and every one of us as individuals and as collectives. 
it is important that, um, again, in order for you to be impactful with regard to discipling anyone, there has to be a level of conviction that you carry yourself. And I believe one of the most frequent arguments in the mind of a, a new believer, maybe not even a new believer, let me let me reframe that, in the mind of a believer that has not experienced success in their prayer life, right? You haven't maybe experienced favorable outcomes per se. Uh, maybe you've been praying about the same thing for a really, really long time and not uh, experienced the victories that you would like to. Perhaps you haven't um, seen the manifestation of the hand of God uh, in your life or in your situations or in your circumstances, right? It is God's will for you to be so confident in who he is to you that there's an expectation of an outcome, right? That there's an expectation of an outcome. You you got to get to a place that when you pray, you assume that a win is at hand, <laughs> right? When you when you pray, you expect that something shifts. You anticipate that something either leans in towards you. Um, or uh, moves out of your way. Let, let's say it like that. You anticipate that the outcome, not just work in your favor. Um, I, I'm at the place, y'all, and, and I'm going to just be honest, where I'm sitting on the end of my seat waiting for my mind to be blown every single time I um, express something. This is not manifestation. This is not, we, we don't want to make this witchy. Right, because legislation is is a very powerful thing when you start to um, really understand that it's for you. But I, I don't want y'all to get it twisted. We can declare and we can decree and we can uh, cast down and we can overthrow and we can do all of that stuff. But if it's not God's plan for my life, I don't want it. Right? I don't. I don't want anything that I didn't. I didn't chant it over and over again. There's a difference between in uh, incantation and impartation. We're not doing no incantations around here. This is not about that. This is really about developing and cultivating a relationship with the Father so much so that the conviction begins to transform your heart. That's what we have the Holy Spirit for, right? The conviction um, teaches you. It's it's like your guide. It is the thing that gives you the structure, the strategy, and the strength to operate from a different place and or pasture. Oh, it's okay. Um, and so so I want to give you some just some again. This is not about a shout. This is about basic. Um, activation of really understanding. The Word of God says it like this, and all by getting, getting understanding. When you understand what you have access to, you are less apt to accept anything less than. The 
expected outcome is that we are equipped to make disciples of men. That is literally our only role. I don't care what uh, uh, office you operate in, be it a preacher, pastor, teacher, elder, evangelist, apostle, prophet, uh, uh, usher. We are to make disciples of men every day of your life is to live in such a way that somebody sees who you are, identifies that there's something great on the inside of you, and have uh, the impact by who you are that would cause them to say, I think I'm going to follow them. Right? I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I want to know what it is that's different about you. I want to know that it is, what it is that makes you not just successful, but that that every time you enter a room, something happens. It don't have to be nothing fancy. don't have to be nothing um, even super notable. But I'm telling you, something happens when you begin to believe in who you are based on what the Word of God calls you. Something happens, and people notice. And and people not only notice, but for real, it is the thing that makes them want to know who our God is, right? So so today I want to talk to you about uh, your conviction. I, I asked this question several times. What do you believe for real? What do you believe? What do you believe that you are qualified for? What do you believe that you are capable of? What do you believe that you were sent here to do? Right? Um, John 16 and 8 says this, and he, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Right? So let me read it again. And he when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Now, for some of you, you may hear that and, and interpret that as a finger shake. But the reality is this scripture is plain and simply talking about uh, the question that I just asked. What do you believe? We know that we are made righteous through his righteousness. We also know that he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly, right? Conviction is the thing that gives you a transition moment in your decision-making. The awareness of sin is not for God to condemn you. It is for you to find out what's more important to you, what you love or what loves you. What you love or what loves you. Sin is is really technically, um, it is our gauge to whether or not we are liberated from our flesh. And again, we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. We all have our proclivities. We all have our shortcomings. We all have our moments of um of weakness and infraction but ultimately as time goes on the the more we draw into the presence of God 
the last sin is a factor. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I'm living in. And again, don't don't ever get me wrong. Don't ever get it twisted. I am by no stretch of the imagination <laughs> perfect. But what I do know is that we are made righteous not by our deeds, not by what we do, not by how we operate. We are made righteous through what we believe, through our conviction, through the power of his righteousness, not our deeds, not our um, operations, not even our sin nature being put off. He is the only one that can make us righteous. When we understand that the closer we draw into the truth of who the Father is, right, um, the more we recognize the liberty from not being bothered with a sin nature, <laughs> right? The less stupid stuff you do, the less guilt and condemnation you have to overthrow with the truth of the word, right? The less you involve yourself in things you know that make you feel guilty or condemned, the less the battle becomes. All I'm saying with that in mind is for real, you get to a place where the words start to refine you based on the convictions that you carry, right? The word starts to refine you based on um, how you handle objections, how you handle the, the struggles that you encounter. L let's take it a little bit uh, further. Romans 14 and 22. Romans 14 and 22. The faith which you have, have as your own conviction before God. Happy is he who does not condemn in himself in what he approves. Let me read it one more time. The faith which you have, have as your own conviction before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself in what he approved, right? Our conviction gives us a structure to how we move around in this in this earth realm. Our what we believe, what we are convicted of, and let me let me give you the definition of of conviction because for real, that's why we have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is is present to, and that's one of the reasons, one of the many reasons. Um, but there are certain things that I know we all weigh in in ourselves and be like, eh, I probably shouldn't do that. That that's that inner tugging, that's that inner working, that's that that thing that is uh in the core of your belly. There are convictions that are innate that keep us set apart, that keep us cognizant of the fact that we are a royal priesthood, um, that keep us conscious of the fact that there is a greater expectation for a believer, for someone that has been set apart. Amen? Um, that was churchy. <laughs> um, it, it, is, it is super important that you realize that those convictions and something, it's not just about um, your spirituality all the time. Sometimes your conviction is, I'm, I don't, I'm a vegan, right? I don't eat meat. Nobody can change 
that outcome in you if that's a decision that you made. Your convictions keep you steadfast and unmovable from a certain thing. So, right, your conviction is a formal declaration. Uh, no, I don't want that definition. Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. One second. Let me read it in uh, Merriam-Webster. A strong persuasion or belief. A state of being convinced, right? What you are convinced of, you will always stand on. When it comes to legislating, right, sometimes you guys will hear me use the term, look, as Yolanda pointed out, um, mamsy-pamsy prayers. Let me let me tell you why I say that. It is it is not about anything other than a posture. When I say mamsy pamsy prayers, when you are not convinced of something, nobody believes you. Right? There's no conviction in the outcome of the prayers. There is no um, exuding of power or authority when you pray, because if you don't believe it yourself, it's really hard to convince somebody else of it, right? Even when God's desire is to give you a thing, our faith, somebody needs to mute their phone, is what activates action through and from our prayers, right? So so even if we do it like this, Hebrews 11 and 1, we've all heard it a million times. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, right? Um, and I, I don't know. I think that might be NIV. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Well, we are praying to an unseen God in an un realm, fighting unseen enemies, but there is a need for this quote-unquote conviction that gives us the authority. Again, a strong persuasion or belief, a state of being convinced, the act of convincing a person or compelling uh, the admission of the truth, the state of being convinced of error or compelling to admit to a truth. The truth is our conviction determines even how we legislate in the heavens. The only way to be convicted of anything, right? The only way to be convinced of anything is to know it without a shadow of a doubt. It becomes unarguable. So let me give you an example of what me, my personal conviction is. Listen, so many of us probably have this same experience. I have people that are close to me that say, well, the universe this, the universe that. that that's fine. But when I legislate, I pray to the God of the universe, right? So there may be somebody on the line, and, and you, you say um, there, there's more than one way to get to the Father, okay, or there's more than one way to get to, quote, unquote, the creator, right? My conviction is Jesus is the only way to the Father, <laughs> period. You don't have to agree with me, 
That's my conviction. And when I stand in the place of legislation, um, for me, my confidence comes from the conviction that I have and the assurance in doing so. That is a direct result of the outcomes of me legislating. The outcomes of me legislating will leave here on Friday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon headed 3,000 miles away with the confidence and conviction that the same God that carried him through cancer from 20 August the 18th, <laughs> 2016, until this date, right? Knowing that with that same conviction, I can legislate from the same angle. The only difference is cancer taught me how to legislate effectively. My conviction is positive. I'm certain that the same God that carried us through that has his hand on his life now. I can go to sleep at night. I can rest knowing that Romans 8 and 28 is actively employed, engaged, and active on my behalf in positioning me to make disciples of what it looks like to uh, legislate and to release. You do your job and you move around, right? You do your job. You know what you're praying. You execute the word of God. You um. Use the word to fuel your life, and not just your life, but the lives of those around you. So I started this saying, some people pray to the to the God of the universe or the universe itself or to whatever it is that you choose to pray to. My conviction helps me to know that I pray to, <laughs> I pray to Jesus who is interceding on my behalf, and I ask it all in the name of the Father, right? And so that's my conviction. I legislate with that in mind. I can do it in confidence and competence because of the conviction that I have. You cannot tell me prayer doesn't change lives. Nothing you can say. You cannot tell me Jesus has not been um, actively interceding for me. You can't you can't tell me that. You cannot tell me that my heavenly language is made up and that it's not a real thing. You can't you can't tell me that. I've I've walked in it. I've I've lived it. You can't tell me that Jesus is not a deliverer. You you can't tell me that. My convictions won't let me not expect that that be out the outcome. You cannot tell me that my role and responsibility is not to make disciples. It's my life. It's all I'm created to do. And it doesn't mean that I've got to be a um, a super Jesus freak for it to happen. <laughs> Even though I'm a Jesus freak, everybody don't have to know it just out of my mouth. They have to know it out of the conviction of my life and what my life yields and brings, just like you, right? So so sometimes it's, it's not about what you say. Your conviction show people who you are. Amen. All right, let's let's go to some more word. Let's 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 do it a little bit further. Uh, Romans eight and fifteen. Romans eight and fifteen. So so because of the nature of who God is to each of us, th there are some things that help your conviction be solid and sure, 
so that when you legislate, you legislate from a place of power. Remember this, you have everything you need inside of you um, when you are in relationship with Abba to operate effectively, Romans 8 and 15. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons by which you cry, Abba, Father. And so we've been talking about commingling this this whole new vernacular or verbiage for some, where you really start to understand that you move out of the slavery mentality. If the only reason you follow after Jesus is because you're scared of hell, you you ain't saved anyway. That's not no, well, I can't say you ain't saved. That ain't none of my business. But what I can say is this, your conviction is not sure. I don't, I, I'm not in fear for my life. Like, if you grew up in really religious, traditional church, and you think God is an ogre, um, and, and you don't necessarily feel worthy of being able to operate from a place of power in prayer, it just means that there's a, a religious spirit that needs to be broken off of your mindset, right? I'm not being funny. This is real stuff right here. If the only reason that you are interested in, in having a relationship with God is because you fear going to hell, you need to start all over, like scratch the whole thing. Because that's that's not who he is. Um that that's that's not I don't even know that anyone would want to be in relationship with somebody who, who just want to be in relationship because they're scared of them. Don't nobody want to do that. I don't I don't want to be with somebody I'm terrified of. I don't want to love somebody back that that just frightens me to death. It's impossible to effectively legislate from a place of fear. Let me say that again. It's impossible to effectively legislate from a place of fear. God is not interested in you being terrified of him. Right? Um, That's not the end goal. The end goal is that your confidence be so sure in the fact that you've gone through the proper uh, ticker tape for adoption to be solid and the gavel has hit and now you are an heir. That means that there's something betrothed to you that you did not work for. There's legislation that took place uh, before the set foundations of the earth to give you access to tools to move you into places of power and prominence. But you have to know that for yourself, (laughs) right? So let let me give you another scripture, Romans 14 and 5. One person regards one day above another. Um, Another regards every day alike. Each person must be fully convinced in his own mind. One person regards one day above another. Another regards every day alike. Each person must be fully convinced in his own mind. Your conviction um, literally has the power. As Remember, I keep saying revelation brings transformation. We're still talking about legislation. But one person regards one day above another. In a moment, God can change your mind about who you say you are. It literally is a matter of agreement. The greater your agreement, 
with what is already said of you, the deeper the understanding becomes, the more empowered you are to operate from that place of sonship and or authority when you go before the Father, right? There's a knowing that happens down on the inside of you when a revelatory moment happens in our lives. It can happen not just in a moment, right? Um, but but it can it can happen so fast that I, I promise y'all, sometimes I almost feel guilty for being this free in my mind. And in some moments, I don't even know when they happened, <laughs> right? It just happened during uh, a moment of devotion or uh, just reading or listening to a specific teaching. It was like, uh, like these kaleidoscope moments where things just started to change and life just started to transform for me in my head. I had experienced church forever. I've been praying forever. I've been praying for 25 years, y'all, at 6 o'clock in the morning, since I was a girl. No no exaggeration. I'm not, not trying to be funny. I'm not putting the two on the pen. I, I literally have been praying for years. But just because you pray for a long time does not mean that you get an impact. It does not mean that you're effective. It, it just doesn't, right? It is not until you start allowing the, the truth of the word of God to rinse your mind, right? It is not until you get to a place where you understand that in order for you to operate from a place of authority and power, you've got to know this word or you just be rambling, literally. Listen to this, Hebrews 3 and 14. Hebrews 3 and 14. For we have become partakers of Christ. If we hold fast, the beginning of our assurance firm until the end, right? It, it, it is our responsibility. Once we have a, a revelation of the truth, all you got to do is hold on to what's true. So, again, I, I had so many sets of strenuous circumstances that nothing works for me other than what has worked, right? I know without a shadow of a doubt that uh, even looking at my children and, and who they are becoming, do they do everything perfect? Absolutely not. But are they conscious and cognizant of the truth of who Jesus is? Absolutely. Right? It is their responsibility to cultivate that relationship. But I still have access and authority, the necessary conviction to consistently pray the heart of the Father for my children. Not what I want. Right? Not what I planned, but the heart of the Father based on the convictions that I have, knowing that uh, because they are my seed, there are certain things they have access to. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed big bread. Well, I am his righteousness, not based on what I do or how I've done it, but based on the truth that I can say to him what he said. Lord, you said that you've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed being bread. That means my children will never go hungry, not because of something that I do, but because of something that I legislated based on my conviction, right? So so there are things that we can, um, because of who we are, based on our confessions or the things that we've pronounced in the earth, right? 
it is our responsibility to know what our legal rights are. It's it's our responsibility to know that for real, when we believe God, when we expect God to be God, when our conviction is sure based on the evidence of historical outcome, right? Again, if you haven't had historical outcome, (laughs) because there isn't any certainty in what you say, you haven't given him back any of his words so that you can walk in an authority knowing that because you said it, God, that's my conviction. Because you said it, not only do I believe it, I expect the outcome to become favorable for me based on what you've said about my life. Now, I don't know witchy foolishness. I ain't trying to manipulate outcomes. I'm not chanting nothing over and over and over again. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I am literally just declaring the truth of the word of God back to him based on what he gives my spirit. Because when we legislate, even though we have moments of declarations um, and keeping in mind that decrees are things that are already established, all we do is repeat the decree. You can't decree nothing that he has not decreed. You you can't, you like saying that I declare and I decree, you got to be careful with how you use the words because our the, the, the things that we decree, again, based on our convictions, The Father has already decreed. All we're doing is reiterating what he's already said, right? We're just saying what he's already said. We're just pronouncing what he's already pronounced in the earth according to what is written of us in the heavens. I'm going to... I'm going to stop right there. Um, we're going to walk right into our um, our second greeting portion and go right into love, life, and victory. I only have, I can't stay until the 8 o'clock hour. I have an appointment this morning, um, so I don't want to uh, take up the rest of the time. So let's do that. There may be somebody that joined the call a little bit late. You didn't have a chance to say good morning. Now's your time. Great morning. Good morning. Good morning, it's Sister Diane. Tracy. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, y'all. I heard Diane. I heard Tracy. I heard um, I heard a, a man, and then I heard somebody else. Now you probably heard me sounding like a man. Bless the no. Lord. Good morning. This is PR. <laughs> no, PR. You you don't sound like no man. You just sound like oh, I'm tired. <laughs> Okay, God bless you. Okay, praise the Lord. Good morning, PR. Amen. Good morning, Anybody else? Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning, Caroline. Hey, good morning. I think that's who I heard. I think I heard Humble Out. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I'm so so proud. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. I'm hearing this is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. <laughs> hey, Prosperous, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Let's shine. Hey, man, good morning. Hey, Monica. Hey, Monica. 
Good morning, family. It's Kenya. Hey, Kenya girl. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning, Fresh. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, I heard a little person. Who is that? Jace. Good morning, it's Destiny. Oh, hi, Jace. Good morning, Dad. Hi, Jacey. <laughs> good morning, this is Juanita. Hey, Juanita, girl. Good morning. Good morning, it's Caroline. Good morning, Dion. Hey, good morning. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. This is Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. Hey, hey, God bless hey. you. Great connection. Happy Wednesday. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, girl. Good morning. Good morning, Saints. This is Leisha. Hey, Leash. Good morning. Good hey, morning, Miss Gigi. Hey, Gigi. Good morning. And who else was I? It's Christina. Morning, was Hi, Christina. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. It's Denise. Hey, Denise, girl. Good morning. Good morning to you, Shell. Hi, Shell. What up, Miss Diddy? What up, too? Hey, Dion. Is that it? We, who is that? I'm sorry. Danielle, how you doing? Hey, good morning. Dee. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, sis. Hey, man. Well, let let's do it, y'all. Let let's talk about it. Let's talk about what what are your convictions? What is on your mind this morning? What do you believe, honey? What can folks not? You can't tell me nothing. Like so, so let me tell you this: If somebody came and told me that Tanya stole their money, well, first call nine one one because I'm probably gonna beat them up. I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm gonna repent later. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Maybe not today. Well, I don't know if I'm kidding. Because let me tell you what I, my convictions say: I am positive that she ain't stole <laughs> yourself. That's not I'll what she did. I'll kick it off. I'll kick it off because you're, um, you know, it was just everything about the conviction. Um, One of my convictions is you cannot tell me how to pray. I have my relationship with Jesus Christ, and I'm going to pray to him the way he puts the Holy Spirit speaks to my heart. Absolutely. That's your conviction. Ride with that. Ride that thing till the wheels fall off because that's yours. Amen. Okay, did anybody? What I absolutely know without a shadow of a doubt that he is a keeper. Mind, heart, body, and soul that he will keep you. He will keep everything that's connected to you. If you believe that he is who he is, that he is the great I am, that's my conviction. You can't tell me nothing. I'll fight you if you tell me he ain't real. (laughs) And I'll fight you if you tell me that he's an ogre or he's scary. No, he's not. He's everything. He may look that way, but he's everything the opposite. He's love. He's generous. He's kind. That that part right there, that part, you, you know. Absolutely. So, Back. Dion, this is Monica. So what I absolutely stand on is the word of God. 
I've had mm-hmm. people tell me they don't believe in the Bible. They don't believe that all of the Bible is true. And I stand on the fact that the word of God is true and you can't take part of it and, you know, try to apply it to your life and not believe the other half of it or whatever it is they didn't believe. And then what I like about your declaration, which was awesome, was you said something about conviction and fear. You talked about a person trying to serve God or only following God out of fear because they don't want to go to hell. I totally associate that with being a carnal Christian because what I understand is that I could be spiritual. I could have you know, believe in God and, and and trying to live, say, but not totally receive him in my heart, which means I can still walk around with fear and I can um, not, it, uh, it means that I'm not trusting God um, in his, and in, 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 in I'm doing my own life. In other words, my own efforts to live. So, Part of it is like I'm serving God because you got the, I got this fear, but the other half is I don't believe that he who who he says I am, so I'm not going to live the way that he wants me to live because I don't believe I could do this. So kind of mm-hmm. like denying the power that you talk about. You talk about not walking in power. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. it. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. Yeah, it, it's facts. Oh hey, hey! I heard I heard three three jump in. Who was that? Didi. And and who else? I don't know who else. Well, go ahead, Didi. Oh, okay. So I was just gonna say for me that I know him to be kind of a restorer of of brokenness, of woundedness, of hurt. So Isaiah 61 and 3, that whole part right there is who he is to me because he has given me beauty for ashes and the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise in the spirit of heaviness. That's, that's all for, for me, that whole thing. And then, so thank you for just reminding us that stop, stop, again, it's for everybody else. I know what, I'm like you. I'm not, I'm not uh, worshiping the universe and the sun and the moon. No, the creator of all of that. So that's who that's who I'm worshiping. So I'm glad you brought that part up. And then the praying. It's so important that we are strategic in our prayers. That goes for prayer requests. That goes for when you are praying corporately to be clear on what you're praying for. Because it does make a difference. You just can't do mamsy pamsy. So I love you for just who you is. And I did say is. Amen. <laughs> I love you too, sis. Amen. This is Juanita. Um I just, I'm believing that I am never alone, that God says he will never leave me nor forsake me, that he is always with me. So I believe the word of God. I believe in, like my said, every word that proceeded out of that Bible, every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, I believe in everything that's in that Bible. Absolutely. It, it, is, it is the only one that is empowered. Amen. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I believe that he is the creator and that he is the God of possibilities, that there is nothing impossible with him, that he is a healer, um, that he is a protector, that he is a restorer, and that he is a, and that he is 
love. That's what I believe. Amen. Yeah, I was going to say with Krishanda, my my number one conviction is love. Um, that everything I do be done in love, that God is love, and that because he loved me, Jesus came and died for me. Because he loved this world, he gave Jesus to us. Um, because he loves us so much, he gives us his grace. So as long as everything I do is rooted and grounded in love so that I can show his love to others, then I'm doing what he called me to do. Amen. Facts. Good. Good morning, Saints. This is Sister Leisha. How y'all doing? Um, for me, um, my conviction is to keep God first no matter what. Because what I've learned is keeping God first in all areas of my life, it pays off. It gives me peace, makes sure I got what I need, and it gives me direction. So that's my conviction. Keep God first, no matter what. Amen. That's 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 it. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, Dion. Good morning, everybody. Morning, girl. My conviction. Hey, hey. My conviction is that I serve the only true and living God and that he is faithful. And he is absolutely a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. My conviction is that he's true to his word. I don't have to worry or guess if what he says is so, that God is so faithful and he is kind and he loves me completely. That's my conviction. Absolute fact. Good morning, Good morning. My conviction is that God loves me and there's nothing, absolutely nothing that I can do to change that. And not only does he love me, but he loves you and he loves you and he loves you and you and you and you and you. And there's nothing we can do to change that. He loves us no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's uh, listen. That that's that's the end of the sentence. <laughs> my conviction is to um, pray, study His Word, and keep God on my mind. That's a good. Mm-hmm. That's a good place. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is Caroline. My conviction is that God is present. Whatever I think, whatever I've been through, He is present. He's a restorer. I can trust Him. When I can't trust nobody, and what I was told many years ago, it ain't all about God. And I'm like, yes, it is all about God. Whatever you talking about? Because <laughs> I believe right. and I trust Him. Yeah, that part. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's where you at. But now that person is like, oh, you talking about God today? I'm like, well, hey, all that time you didn't even know. But anyway, God is faithful and God is consistent and God is present. Going through all this, but you present God, you know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Amen. Amen. My conviction, Dion, is that God is the keeper and he does love me more than anybody else could ever love me. He loves all of us. 
And you can't you can't make me not believe that. I mm-hmm. I, I just I, I strongly believe that. And I know that he's a keeper because he's keeping me. Mm-hmm. There are times when I probably should have been crazy. Right. But he didn't allow that. He kept me. Mm-hmm. I have to stay in his word every day. And mm-hmm. what I've learned to do, and this is recently I've learned to do it, is praying back his word to him. I think right. us and his word is really important. And that's what I'm learning how to do. That's good stuff there. Thank you, sweetie. That's good makes a very big difference when you say what he said, not your feelings, not your emotion. That's it. Mm-hmm. Good morning, hey, Dion. This is Jubilant. Hey, Ju. Hey. My conviction, like everybody else, is that God is love. And because he is love, that I have a mandate, you know, to love others. And also to be the light of the world, you know, mm-hmm. to just talk it but walk it, and also to be the salt, to preserve the word, where mm-hmm. everybody else is, you know, believing what they want to believe, that I stand mm-hmm. on my Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. I'm going to finish that for her. It's God is the keeper of our soul, of my soul. And he created me in his image. His word would never return back void. And we are the salt of the earth. And without, if we lose our, our saltiness, we're good for nothing. But I thank God that he has each of us in his hand and his love is the greatest thing of all. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be here. That is my conviction. Love you, guys. Love it. Love it. Dion, this Monica, I want to add that um, my conviction is to trust God, trust him when I can't trace him. That's my conviction. Yeah, that's good. That's good, good morning, Dion. The battle. Good morning, persistent. <laughs> you do know my voice. <laughs> um, my conviction is that I believe in God's isness in its totality. Um, the Bible is my constitution, and that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. Amen. It's a fact. It's a fact, and it most certainly helps you pray that as truth. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Anybody else? Hi, this is valuable. One of my convictions is and I'm going through a challenge or in the midst of it, to always stop and say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises will continually be in my mouth so that I remain grounded and know that I can trust God and that I can bless him in the process. 
That's good stuff right there. That's good stuff, valuable. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, Dion. She just this Didi. Didi just made me do a little two step on that one. That is right there. I will bless the Lord no matter what's going on. Thank you, sis, for that one. Yep. That's good. I like it. Amen. Anybody else? Hi, Dion. My name is Lorenda, and I'm new here. If you guys don't know me. But my conviction this morning is that um, no matter what's going on and no matter how hard life gets, God's timing is perfect. and makes no mistakes at all. Good morning. Good morning and welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so glad to have you around, Miss LaRonda. And I pray that you would do what we always say, just keep coming. I assure you, I'm not making it up. You stick around. My grandmother used to say it like this, you stay close to the fire, you will always be warm. It's a a pretty amazing community of some super dope people. (laughs) And you can absolutely let your hair down and be who God says you are with us in agreement with his plan for your life. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Who invited you, sister? Uh, Jonathan Robinson invited me. That's what's up, nephew. You better disciple, cause you better do. You better. I'm sorry, I'm ghetto too. Just so you know. <laughs> no worries. So, so the culture is extra free because look, the, the the leader the leader is ghetto. So you know, <laughs> everybody's not just me. Just me. No I play too much all the time. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, welcome, Miranda. We are absolutely glad to have you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Amen. Anybody else? Nobody else? Questions, comments, commentary. Don't nobody have no... Uh, well, I'll come in no, on a comment. I was, I'm, I was <laughs> loving the, uh, the um, uh, what um, everyone was speaking um to the, you know, speaking out loud, that was powerful um, because I was thinking too, um, I just love the Holy Spirit. You had talked about that knowing, that inner knowing, um, and you had said something about um, when you're praying, um, no one believes you. But for me, and you guys have probably heard me say this, I just want God, I, as long as God knows and believes me, I want to be so in tune with the Lord that he, as long as he believes me, if if someone else is being blessed by whatever I'm saying or being um that's 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 God that's Holy Spirit so I don't know if that makes any sense but I just love um His conviction I love when He reveals things to me because that's 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 truth right there and it's just so mm-hmm. it's like such a beautiful part of my walk with the Lord all of these years there's like so many I love you sharing walking your life out loud. Um, I have so many things that I can just share too, where I've just seen God over and over and over and over again get me, um, taking me from glory to glory. So I'm just so thankful for um, just your word today and just hearing all the um, men and women of God on the call this morning. Have a blessed day. Amen. Amen. Good stuff. Hey, Dan. Yeah, and I have a question. This morning. Yeah. Okay. Oh, go ahead, Juanita. Oh yeah, y'all oh, go ahead. I'll, I'll I'm sorry, I just had a question. Um, the last scripture was was it was in Revelation, right? That you again? 
Um, I'm not positive. No, no, no. I don't. I didn't read anything from Revelation. Okay. This morning. So it was Romans. The prophet, then. Romans eight. Yeah. Okay. No, I and got he, Romans eight and fifteen. I, I think it was. Oh, I think was it was Hebrews more. chapter three, verse fourteen. Oh, Hebrews. Okay. Chapter yeah, three, three, verse thank fourteen. You. Thank you. Yep, three fourteen, and then and then I think Christina, you were about to say something. Uh, yes, ma'am. I was going to say something. You said that um, it is impossible to effectively legislate from a place of fear, and there's a a scripture that says it's First John four eighteen. There is no fear in love. Um, but perfect love drives out fear so the one who fears has not been perfected in love Um, there's when you talk about legislation and tearing down altars um, sometimes that is an altar that was erected that was passed down I'm not going to get too deep but you know where I'm going Um, and Uh and if you find that it's it's a pattern or if there's this fear and anxiety that each generation is dealing with in a certain area um, that means that there is one an evil altar that needs to be torn down and two um you have to diligently seek God to perfect love in you so that love will drive out the fear. That's all. Yeah. That's that's good stuff. I like it. Hey. I like it a lot. Hey. Hey, I just wanted to um just go back and the nugget you dropped about fear, Christina jumped in. But anyway, I was just saying how the um the difference in uh the fear um, of being fearful of him, but the fear of a reverence toward him. Um, <clears throat> there is a difference. Um, and just to, you know, kind of make that known, because a lot of times, um, well, when I first, you know, said yes, I was just like, okay, I'm going to say, I, I, I know what it is to say yes, but I'm scared of him. You know, I'm scared if I do the wrong thing, I'm scared of this and I'm scared of that. But at the same time, I'm afraid not to reverence him and acknowledge who he is um, because other things can kind of like take over or, you know, sometimes if it's too far out there and it's probably going to another subject, you can get into a reparated mind if you, if the reverence is not toward him and, you know, understanding the fear. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and again, you know, all oh, the majority of the time, um, if you you start to dismantle your why for fear, um, it it will give you an answer that says, "I really don't trust God in this area," right? And that's a that's a journey, that's a moment of deliverance after a moment of deliverance after a moment of deliverance at a time. Right, dismantling and disarming fear. So anybody on the call that that you struggle or suffer with anxiety, which is the fear of something that has not happened yet, or depression, which is the fear of something that has happened in times past that still haunts you. You haven't released the outcome that manifested, right? Um, It means that you don't necessarily understand that that thing is actively Romans 8 and 28. 
when your conviction walks you into assurance that even though you don't understand per se, the reality is that every single thing on the planet is operating for you and you stop being afraid and you start standing almost with an attitude, with confidence and competence, knowing that because the word of God says that everything is working for you, you don't have to argue it. All you have to do is agree with it, that even the things that don't necessarily make sense to you have already been established before they were released into the earth. The Bible says we go from faith to faith, from glory to glory. After a while, your experience will start to give you documentation for the truth of what God said already. All you got to do is believe it. Your conviction becomes sure because you got evidence that says that he hasn't lied, he cannot lie, he will not lie concerning your future or your past, right? So when you learn how to do that, and and fear is not at the forefront of your mind, you learn how to stand in agreement with what the Word of God says for you in every single second of every single day. It keeps you from going to place of angst. It keeps you from being frustrated in the moment, even though you don't get it. It doesn't mean that you won't be uncomfortable, but what it does mean is that you don't have to rely on your own understanding. You don't have to rely on your own defense mechanisms or protection, considering he is our great defender. There are certain things that if you start to um, really grasp and get a conviction of the truth that he will never, never meaning not ever, leave you or forsake you, that's a real thing. Like he's not, he hasn't ever changed his mind, period. All you have to do is stand on that principle. It completely annihilates fear. Then you don't got to be scared. Hey, Dion, it's me, Tanya. I mean, um, Tanya. The comments have been... <laughs> Um, the comments have been, the dialogue has been absolutely phenomenal. I heard something yesterday. I think, yeah, it was yesterday. And it just really, it was like I had an epiphany after this comment was made. The comment was, it's amazing how much, how easy it is for us, not y'all, but people we know, to believe a lie, to believe the enemy, than to believe God and his written word. You do realize the enemy doesn't have a Bible, right? He doesn't. He doesn't have. He doesn't have a written word. He doesn't have an old and a new testament like God has. Everything that he has is lies. It's based on lies, and it is a duplication or a copy, not a duplication, a copy of what God has done that he has perverted. He's perverted sex. He's perverted um, um, relationships. He's perverted money. He's perverted dancing. He's perverted like everything you think about that God has established in the earth. The enemy takes it and perverts it or puts a lie on it. He has no written law, yet we, or people that you know, 
believe his lies. I'm a failure. I'm a failure. I'm a failure. Just because of a seed that he plants in our, in our well, not our minds, but people we know, right? Plants in me. And so when we, t- when we look at the fact that God has a constitution for us, you can call it a constitution, you can call it a Bible, you can call it the law, what, how, whatever, you know, whatever term you use, it's written. It's written. We can, we can go to it, we can take it, and we can, we can reference it, we can, we can reference between the Old and New Testament, um, it becomes alive in us. You know, when I say alive and it's just like there's this scripture, maybe you've read it before, but you read it again. It's just like, oh, my God, I, what's this? I read this before. It's like it becomes alive in you. Right. And so we have this written word of God and we we spend, well, not us, but people we know, spend so much time focused on the negative instead of focusing on the truth of what God says. If we can transform our minds. Or not us, but people we know help them to transform their minds about the way that we think, the the things we allow ourselves to entertain, all of those different things. If we can, if we can, those change those, make those, make a minor change like that to recognize and understand that the enemy doesn't have a written word for us to go by. Um, Right. That we make a decision that thus saith, this has been my conviction, thus saith the Lord, and then quote the scripture, whatever it says. Um, thus saith the Lord, blah, 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 blah. Um, I had a whole, I didn't tell anybody this. Well, I told my son. I had a whole meltdown yesterday. I had a whole meltdown. I I, I, I couldn't explain where, it, I was grieving. My baby left for college. Something that he wanted to do. He's like, we've been talking about it, planning for it. But when it, at the moment actually came, I was tore up after I dropped him off at the, him and his parents at the airport. And, you know, because there's a little bit of, like, he's away from home. He's so far away from home. He's, you know, all these different things. And all of a sudden, you know, after I got the stuff out of me, it was, you know, it was probably time for me to grieve, too. After I got, I began to confess the word of the Lord. Thus saith the word of the Lord. Um, And my God shall supply all of my needs. And so, and you've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging bread. I began to confess the word of the Lord and the atmosphere began to change. I began to talk about what I knew God was going to do for him and how that I knew that he didn't bring him this far to then abandon him, right? I know these things, but as his grandma, (laughs) as his mima, the human side of me, uh, just had a little bit of a meltdown. Uh, but I got it together before that prayer was over, and I began to rejoice in the God of my salvation. And so I want to encourage you today that you don't have to believe the lies that the enemy has given us. They're not written nowhere. <laughs> he don't have no promises for us. He has, and it's not even about us. He don't really hate us. <laughs> what he's trying to do is make a mockery out of God, and he's able, and, and, and he can do that by tricking us into believing lies. Uh, and 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 bringing a tarnish or trying to tarnish what God has said. I, I hope that that made sense for somebody, uh, and that you can grab that and make a decision that you don't have to believe lies. You can go to the legislative law that has been created for us, written written for us. Listen, mm-hmm. that we can pick it up at any time, at any moment, and begin to confess the word of God over our lives based on whatever the situation is. Thank you very much. My name is Tanya, not Tanya, and I approve of this message. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's, I want to chime in. Um, I love what Tanya said. And everything that I heard her say in that um, last month's uh, transformation and this month's legislation, all I keep hearing is freedom. 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 Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's, that's all we're trying to get to. At the end of the day, listen, all we want to be is liberated. And why would you not be liberated with a God that came to make you free <laughs> in full effect? Why would you not live from a free location? It is, listen, freedom is a decision. You got, you make a decision to be free every single second of every single day. And it's completely up to you. Nobody controls it but you. That's it. Nobody controls it but you. Amen. Go ahead. You know, what Tanya was saying, um, and and everything that's been said, this is PR. I've been very quiet. I see to talk a lot, but um, because I just love the word of God and it's lit and and it's breathing within us. And uh, we are the living uh, representatives in this earth room of, of God. And so, um, but when Tanya was saying, everything that everyone has said has resonated so deeply um, uh, within me. As Tanya was saying about um, the written declaration of God's word and how the Lord begins to um, turn and bring all this back to a conclusion in some things that I'm going through is that he says to us that, Jesus was speaking to those Jews who said, or to us who believed in him, that if we continue in his word, then we are his disciples. And turning it to the fact that we are called to make disciples, then are we his disciples indeed. And then we will know the truth because it is the truth that that sets us free. It's the truth that um, he's given to us. And he is the truth that we can be free. And that... Just real short and trying to make sense of that and trying to bring it all together and not taking all the time is that God's word is our consolation. Um, it is it is our declaration, but it is also our consolation because where I am in my life and have been called and so many different things is that um, do we embrace his sufferings? And I don't know if anyone has, can speak to that or maybe at a later date that if we're going to reign with him, we must understand that it's a part of our journey to experience what Christ experienced for us. And what do I mean by that? Um, I mean that as we as we are being to others what Christ has been to us, that when I was in my darkest hour, in my darkest place before he rescued me, um, are we being that to the very people that God is sending to us? Um, to declare his word, to speak his word, to teach his word, to live his word, to um, live out um, in front of other people the very thing that God manifests, um, the gift that he has given to us, that he was the um, the living sacrifice in the sense that um, he emptied himself, you know. And so when we're dealing in the culture and the climate that we're dealing with, today, particularly with our young people and the mindset and so much that the enemy has 
taking ground in the hearts of people, in the minds of people. He doesn't have a written declaration. He doesn't have a written word. The reality of it is, is that people who are not under the banner of Christ, who don't have that relationship with him. Um, as a child, I wasn't raised in the word. I didn't have anything to fight with. And I heard a grandmother say, um, for two years of my life as infant, um, infancy, my mother, my grandmother had me. But when I grew up and not having God and not knowing the word of God and not knowing that um, having any other answers to what I was living in my life, the world, um, it became a place where, um, um, thank you, Holy Spirit, it became a place where I I understand where people who don't know God, people who don't have them, anyone to usher them or teach them or be an example to them um, who, of who God is, it, it, it does become very, very, um, they are imprisoned into a place where I do believe that it takes the power of God, it takes a living vessel to um, walk a journey with people who, with some right. people that people don't want to, people don't want, yeah. they don't want to be involved with all of that yucky stuff. But yet, mm-hmm. um, my declaration is is that um, uh, conviction is is that um, he went to that Christ Himself went to hell to bring me out of the hell that I was living in, mm-hmm. to bring me out of my own hell. And that's that's you know I just want to honor everyone who shared today and and the power of God that we have when we yoke together and to become um, who He has called us to be because we are here for a purpose. And for a reason, and it's not that yeah. it is not that of our own. Thank you for yeah. allowing me to share. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for sharing. Amen, amen. You guys, we are are uh, a little bit past the half of the hour. Um, I'll give real quick. Um, I need to at least be gone by seven forty-five. Is there anybody else before we? wrap it up. I thank you all for your input, your declarations, um, your your conviction shares, and so on. And I believe that even you speaking up today empowered someone. Amen. Anybody else before we go? We'll pray. Hallelujah. Well, I pray that something that was said today would strengthen your convictions, would really give you um, the courage to move into your next. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I pray that you would not just go and grow in love, but that you would leave with a looming question because we are all created to make disciples of men. What do you believe? Amen. 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 It, it is a big deal. All right, guys. Well, if nobody else has anything, I appreciate all of the input. Thank you all for um, for your shares this morning. And, again, we are fasting until 5 p.m. today. We'll meet right back here at 5 o'clock to close out our agreed upon prayer. Um, I love you, but I promise God loves you the absolute most. And I will hear you all at 5 p.m. Archer Circle 
is scheduled for this evening. For those that may be new to the call, um, you use the exact same phone number on the Zoom platform to join a meeting at 6 p.m. Is it 6 or 7? Sorry, I do this every week like a mental health patient. Seven. Um, at 7 p.m. tonight, just log on to Zoom, dial the same prayer call number, and jump right in. They'll be happy to have you. It is an advanced course um, on understanding how to operate in the courts of heaven. So, um, And also, for those of you that are interested in the 15-week course that Dr. Phil is hosting, and yes, it is a paid course unapologetically. Um, it is not standard. It is not basic and not that any of the others are. Um, but I promise you, it changed life. And it's not me hosting it. It's Philip. It's Philip. It's Philip Watson. Is He's just using the DV platform to do it. Um, we want to make sure you have effective tools. For real, it's a big Dion, deal. Dion, I want to I want to know more about the the fifteen week course with Dr. Phil. Okay, it, it's it's not a whole bunch more to know. You just either you 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 can take it or you cannot. It's on I mean, my do page. Do I register? Like, how do I register? Uh, you have or? to register. It's on my page. On your page. Okay. Yeah, it's, okay. And it's in the victory. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Amen. Love you, Dion. Have a great day. I love you too. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Um, and I will holler at you guys later. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Have a blessed day, everybody. Love you guys. Have a blessed day, everyone. God bless. Have a victorious day. You too. Have a good day, girlfriend. Love you. Have a good day, everybody. Blessings on your day.